Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dittman. I'm a tax sell veteran. I am the leading tax sell expert. I'm the author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I'm your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. This is a completely free podcast brought to you through and because of the Tax Sell Academy. All right, so on last week's episode, we discussed tax lien pitfalls. Today, we'll be discussing tax deed pitfalls. Now, to get everybody up to speed, if you're a brand new tax sell investor, what's the difference? Well, tax lien investing is where a property owner has delinquent taxes that did not pay their real estate taxes on time. The county steps in and they sell a priority lien against that parcel of real estate. Now, that lien is typically going to earn the investor interest on their money if the owner redeems that lien or they pay off the back due taxes, which is what happens most of the time. Now, if they don't pay off that lien, then as a tax lien holder, you could foreclose that lien and become the owner of the property. That is tax lien investing, and that's offered in roughly half of the states. We discussed that last week. Most of the other states offer a tax deed system. This is where the property owner is delinquent, but no tax lien is ever sold. Instead, the county will simply hold that property on a delinquent tax list. And they provide a period of time for the delinquent owner to come in and pay off those back due taxes plus any interest that is owed to the county. Now, if that window of time expires, the county steps in, they foreclose on that property, and instead of selling a lien, they sell the actual property. That's a tax deed system. Now, as mentioned last week, we discussed the pitfalls of tax liens and how you can avoid them. Just as with tax liens, our two primary concerns with tax deed investing involve the process and the property. All the pitfalls are either related to a lack of understanding surrounding the tax deed process or surrounding the property that you are investing in. Now, let's take a look at the process first. So unlike tax liens, the process when it comes to tax deeds is more straightforward. We don't have to worry about foreclosing a lien. We don't have to worry about making any sort of crazy calculation to determine our overbid or our premium bid. We have to worry about calculating interest rates, and we aren't all that concerned about the strict notice requirements in some states. We are simply buying a piece of real estate that will sell, right? Well, yes, we are, but it's not like a conventional open market transaction. It's actually much more complicated than just buying a piece of real estate for cheap. First, we need to understand what happens in the chain of title. So, The state statutes, the state laws in nearly every state say that the property taxes are pretty darn important. More important, in fact, than the private party liens against a piece of real estate. But the size of the government, that also matters. The little guys in the local government are not as important as the state government who aren't as important as the feds. Here's what I mean. When the county forecloses a piece of property due to failure to pay property taxes, that tax foreclosure is going to extinguish private party liens as long as those lien holders 
receive the proper notice as required by that same state statute. So that mortgage, it's not your problem as the tax deed buyer. That mechanics lien from Joe the plumber from 10 years ago, again, not your problem. The loan recorded against that property from the rich uncle who loaned the previous homeowner's money, again, that is not your problem. All these are private party liens and they are extinguished if they receive the proper notice. Here is your problem, governmental liens. So how foolish would it be for the government to write a law that says because you failed to pay one branch of the government, like your taxes, that means you don't owe the other governmental branch, like the code enforcement office. That's pretty foolish, right? That's the reason the law does not work like that. If there are any governmental liens against the property, those will stay. Now, knowing that, there are also a lot of details involved around these governmental liens that you also must understand. This is not an episode about governmental liens, but it is important to touch on them just a little bit because they are a rather serious pitfall. Let's talk about IRS liens, for example. An IRS lien is going to stay with the property for up to 120 days. Now, during that time, the feds can come in and take that property and reimburse you, and you get your money back, and that's about it. Now, after 120 days, that IRS lien does drop off. But the most common governmental liens that I see that really tend to hurt new investors are the local liens. These are things for like code enforcement issues, weed violations, that type of stuff. And what usually happens is those liens start out very, very small. The former owner, the person that lost it due to tax foreclosure, he might have had a lien recorded against him for $100 or $200. And then they didn't pay that lien. And eventually, you get into a daily fine type situation where you're fined $100 or $200 or $500 per day. And this can add up very, very quickly. I've seen a lot of very small liens initially, like weed violations or maybe just like a dilapidated house violation that was maybe 500 bucks or $1,000. I've seen these total up over the years to well over a quarter million dollars because of the daily fines. And those, those stay. That will become your responsibility. Now, there are strategies to deal with them, but understand, you have to deal with them. Now, another part of the process involves the chain of title. So a tax foreclosure creates something known as a cloud in that chain of title. Now, this cloud typically does not allow you to get title insurance. Title insurance is custom in conventional real estate transactions. And it's gonna be required if you wanna get full market value. Now, the end result of not realizing this as a new investor, means that you'll be stuck with either a piece of property you can't sell or a $1,500 to $2,000 bill to clear that title. And if your margin is tight, that could kill your investment. The majority of the other pitfalls will lie in the property itself. And knowing how to research the property and how to avoid these pitfalls really comes down to just how educated you are as a tax sale researcher. The properties that are sold through tax sales are sold as is, where is, with every single issue being your responsibility. The county will not guarantee anything about these properties. The county will also not give you a refund if you want one. 
It is all sales final, as is, where is. You take the property, it is now your issue. That makes this business where it's very easy to get burned by a bad investment if you're not careful and if you don't know what you're doing. One of the biggest issues that I see is that people fail to research the condition of the property. And I'm not talking about whether or not the carpet is stained. After all, these are tax sell homes where stained carpet is probably the least of your worries. What I'm talking about here is the condition of the property according to the county, according to the local government. Imagine investing in a building only to realize that a week or two later, it's been demolished. It has been white clean. They hauled the rubble off and you have nothing but a vacant lot. I have personally experienced this. I actually write about it in Tax Cell Playbook and I can tell you it was not a fun experience. I've also heard from many others who've experienced this as well and I can tell you it stinks to listen to the stories from investors who thought they were doing the right thing only to realize they forgot one small piece of research. All it took was maybe an extra 10, 15 seconds and they would have realized that property was on the demolition list. And get this, not only could you lose your building to that demolition, but you could be the very person who has to pay for the demolition of their own building. Talk about adding insult to injury, right? Other common issues involve properties that are not legally accessible. They are landlocked or somebody could buy a vacant lot only to realize it's in the middle of the swamp or a vacant lot that is perhaps the neighborhood playground or it's green space that you can never do anything with or it's a water retention area or a pond. I've seen lots and lots of other properties sold that were too small or shaped in a way where building on those properties was not legally allowed. I've seen properties with contaminated soil and all sorts of other fun environmental issues that you are now responsible for. And then of course, once you figure out all the property condition, make sure everything is good, what about your valuation? Is the value of that property gonna leave you room so you can make some money and also deal with any unexpected expenses? Now, obviously, this is not an exhaustive list of all potential issues for tax deed properties. The tax sale business is a very complicated business, but in the end, if you want to avoid all these pitfalls, I have two pieces of advice. The first is to know the process inside and out. Study it, analyze it, and become an expert at the tax lien or the tax deed process, whatever you are investing in. And then secondly, Know everything possible about the property you are buying. You should never just take a glance at a piece of real estate, throw thousands of dollars at it, hoping you make a return on the back end. If you do, you are likely going to put yourself right in the center of one of these very serious issues. So please put forth the effort to understand the process. And once you have that down, then put forth the effort to understand the property. That's all this business is. Know the process, know the property. If you do that, you'll avoid all these pitfalls and you cannot lose. Thank you so much for listening today. I truly hope that this episode has helped you out. If this episode or any of our episodes right here on the Tax Cell Podcast have helped you out, please do me a huge favor and leave some positive feedback for me on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on today. And if we can provide any additional help, be sure to check out all the links in today's show notes. Hey, take care and make it 
a successful day. We'll see you next time.